Hello everyone, my name is Emily Melendez and I'm here with Ivana Sagaye. Hello. She, hello. She is a current senior at APU. She's a kinesiology major and she's very involved in the APU community and we're here today to kind of just talk about the effects and how we view colonization and how we're aiming to decolonize our campus and ourselves and our community in general. Thank you for having me, Emily. <laughs> yes, of course. Okay, so first, the first question. So what exactly does the word colonization mean to you? When you think of colonization, what are some of the things that kind of pop up into your head? When I think of colonization, I immediately think not really of race mm -hmm. or... Um, like ethnicity, I pretty much just think of one country coming, forcing, dominating, taking over, and controlling mm -hmm. another mm -hmm. one, um, pretty much showing them their ways, which they think are better, mm -hmm. or more advanced, or more, um, I don't know, direct, or being more aggressive, especially mm -hmm. towards the locals, so that's, yeah. that's what I think of. Definitely. When I hear colonization. And then with these ideas, where exactly did you learn these ideas? Like, were you taught these ideas in your school? Were you kind of taught these ideas, like, in your family? How were the, these ideas kind of presented to you? Because colonization is not a thing that's just, like, kind of, like, widely talked about. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I think when I think of colonization, in terms of what I was taught in school, um it always makes me think back to like European colonization yeah. mm -hmm. over a quotation developing country whatever mm -hmm. that means to you yeah. um but when I think of colonization the way it was talked about in my house um I pretty much think of the Japanese okay um so back prior to World War Two, maybe World War One, I, I believe um, no, this was World War Two. The um, like the J Japanese were like, super cruel to the Chinese. Like mm -hmm. they were massacring them. Mm -hmm. They were hurting the Indonesians, which mm -hmm. is like probably like the only reason I know about it because I'm Indonesian. Mm -hmm. Um, and also, like they just had their shackles on, yeah. pretty much most of Asia, mm -hmm. and um, I'm also Ethiopian, and they're. Mm -hmm. Ethiopia is like one of the only African colonies or African countries that's never been colonized, mm -hmm. colonized, but there's been so many attempts like the Italian um, during World War Two, and mm -hmm. I think whenever people read about Ethiopia and like um, the Italians during World War Two, they make it seem like Ethiopia was such a weak country, mm -hmm. but we were able to resist mm -hmm. one of the Axis powers, and I I don't think that anybody ever ever thinks of like how or thinks of like the determination and like the strength mm -hmm. of a small um ancient country like coming together to defeat a huge power that yeah. what's it called like the rest of Europe was like still fighting mm -hmm. no yeah exactly I think oftentimes we develop ourselves we oh my gosh okay we get into this colonizer mindset where we think like oh, like, I'm going to save this country. Or, like, mm -hmm. we're going to save this country. We're going to help this country. Like, we're going to, like, lead them to better ideas. When in reality, like, no, like, those are straight colonizer ideas. Yeah. They're fine the way they are. 
something that we've really learned about in this class is how oftentimes the U.S. likes to go to these countries, exploit them, exploit their people, exploit their resources, and just kind of take advantage of them in all and just take all the good parts, leave the the rest for them and be like, okay, you guys kind of deal with it. And then teach their people, teach the people of the United States, like, oh, they're a poor country. When in reality, you made them poor. No, You yeah. messed them up. Like, you, you did all these things to them to, like, create, like, a completely, like, ec- economic burden on mm-hmm. to, like, their entire country. So I think, like, we oftentimes just, like, construe, like, messed up ideas of, like, colonization into us. And, like, we kind of just, like, don't really think about, like, the big picture. Mm-hmm. I, I think a... Sorry. I'm gonna, uh, no, go for just it. Just to backpack off of that, I think a really good example of what you're talking about is what um, the people in Belgium did to Congo. Like, Congo mm-hmm. was such a thriving country mm-hmm. before... Um, Belgish? The Belgish, the, the people of Belgium yeah. <laughs> came and pretty much destroyed and corrupted their that country. Yeah. And now that country is completely unsafe. Yeah. Um, AIDS is running rapids because the UN soldiers keep getting the women pregnant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, They're instilling it into yeah. and like, it's not their fault because mm-hmm. they were they were a blossoming country and you can see old pictures and old, old historical data like beautiful buildings, yeah. blossoming trade, mm-hmm. and all that is gone. Because of because the country that thought that they could go and, like, quote-unquote, make it better. Make it better and push their own agenda push so their they could reap own, their own benefits. Exactly. Push their own beliefs. Oh, okay. Yes. So, kind of reshifting, like, the gears of, like, the conversation. How exactly do you think APU and, like, the gist and, like, the... What is it called? The entire, not government of APU, but, like, the entire being of APU. How do you think they've held, like, a colonizer mentality? And how do you think, like, we uh, feed into, like, the colonizer mindset as, like, a university as a whole? Honestly, might be going too far with this. No, but do it. the cornerstone of community might be a bit too much. Mm-hmm. In the sense that I understand that, um, as a Christian university, mm-hmm. we are wanting to we're wanting to be like Christ, and we're mm-hmm. wanting our students to be like Christ. However, mm-hmm. um, I know we're supposed to love our neighbor as our, mm-hmm. ourselves, and mm-hmm. go and evangelize and be good stewards of God. Mm-hmm. However, I've seen so many people take aggressive pride. Mm-hmm. in their um, acts of community to where mm-hmm. they use it as a flex or they use it mm. um, to make themselves boastful. And I'm like, that's not... That's not the point. That's not the point and Mm-mm. that's not what God wants yeah. for us. Mm-hmm. And I think that... Um, I'm not saying every person does this who does missionaries or who does um, community service, community service or like drops everything to go Mm -hmm. and evangelize in spain i'm not saying that Mm -hmm. but i've seen it happen too many times and i've seen such a big white savior complex yes in so many um men and women Mm -hmm. at apu it's incredible i've had um i had a girl come up to me Mm -hmm. and try to christian splain to me my own country of origin so i'm from indonesia and Mm -hmm. my mom is indonesian and when i explained to her that i 
um, we were discussing the impact of Islam um, throughout the world and um, evangelizing um, and just gossip, um, talking about like spreading the word of God. Mm-hmm. She was Christian explaining to me what it means to be a Christian and how Christians in other countries are being um, persecuted. Mm-hmm. And then she asked me if my mom was hidden in a bunker because she was raised as Christian. However, if she read a history book, <laughs> mm-hmm. she would understand that she the, researched that the Dutch colonized Indonesia way mm-hmm. back when and brought Catholicism. Mm-hmm. So there is a good part of Indonesia that's Catholic and mm-hmm. they have Protestant ideals. Mm-hmm. Even though a majority of the country is Muslim, mm-hmm. it doesn't speak for the entirety. Exactly. And there, I think that here our idea of Islam is so skewed from what we see on the news. Islamophobia. And there's so much Islamophobia, mm-hmm. Islamophobia, especially at APU. Yes. I never yes. see hijabis Mm-mm. walk on campus. Mm-mm. I've never seen it. I genuinely think it's because the people at APU make them too scared. Yeah, they, make, they, they make them way too scared. Exactly. I feel like also just like engaging in these conversations too like in this class this is the only class where I've ever talked about colonization and how to decolonize like our own minds and how important that is Mm -hmm. and how engaging that can truly be this is the only class where like they will actually engage on whose land we're residing on like any other APU class they don't even acknowledge that like this land that we're in like is not our land this is not the land that like we inhabited stolen land and so like they're pushing all of like these like consistent agendas of like we need to get our land back like this is like they're taking our land like these people blah blah blah. when it's like no sir like this was never your land to begin with you're the foreign one here Mm -hmm. okay so what are you gonna do go back to europe like i'm just this entirety of like the united states is like built upon like colonization and like these like deepened like racist ideas to strictly just like uh, what is it um increase the power of like the white man mm-hmm. and women and women mm-hmm. yeah no definitely i firmly believe that white women white men we've always known or have like been yes. a problem but mm-hmm. white women have never given um black indigenous or other women of color power Mm -hmm. i they're always taking not always but Mm -hmm. most of them take the side of the white man Mm -hmm. you can see that in the polls you can see that in who voted for trump you can see it in vaccine who's got the life just like life in general yeah yeah and it's upsetting to see so many white women play victim when we Mm -hmm. try to bring these topics into conversation and Mm -hmm. use just victim mentality i i think also too is that like oftentimes they think like it's a competition no yeah like we're all in like a type of competition together like oh uh this race versus this race or this race versus this race like we just want equality like we just want (laughs) we just want genuine like acceptance from people we don't want that like pity like oh here's a bone here's some money here's some jobs let me throw you this like 
stuff we want like genuine change mm-hmm. we want genuine decolonization mm-hmm. in like our country yeah no and genuine empathy too exactly because yeah. i feel like there's too many people who are like you should just move on you should just get over it just get over it's it in the past. just get over it no <laughs> no i can't get over the, that it. hatred is still ingrained in all of these people that it's like, just more secretive exactly 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 people are just more scared they're more quiet exactly quiet about it well, thank you so much, Miss Ivana, for coming on my podcast and for sharing your own insight and your own experiences with me. I'm very, very happy that you felt comfortable sharing all this with me. Oh, and thank so, you for having me. No, yeah, I hope we continue to have all of these conversations and continue to talk to our community and our school about how to decolonize our policies and ourselves in general. So thank you. Thank you very much. Hope everyone has a wonderful night. Bye.